You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. Hell says justice on you. Hell says justice on Jack. I cry out in mercy, and based upon the expense of Jesus Christ at the cross, his death in my place, he purchased my salvation. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. We begin this with an awakening that we have sinned. And the Bible says that sin pays dividends at the end of the quarter. You'll either have a profit, you'll either break even, or you'll go broke. And the Bible says the sin that wages pay is death. You get a statement in the mail and it's death. We all know this is true. But thank God the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Wow, see, this is beginning to build the road. It was pretty foggy there at the beginning, but now I'm starting to see a little bit of clarity. Step four, Romans chapter five, verse eight says, but God demonstrated his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. Can we, have a, can we thank God for that? Wow. <laughs> if you are arguing, if this is an argumentation or a debate class, this is a toughie. Because I love the fact that I believe that this verse proves the existence of God regarding our salvation. When it says that God demonstrated his own love toward us, that while, some of your Bibles say while we were yet or still, yes, sinners, Christ died for us. Let's be honest. Why in the world would you and I pay anything for somebody who is the antithesis of who we are or what we like or want? Think of it. Think about somebody in this world that you can encounter in life that is the opposite of everything you believe in and God says, die for them. 
So imagine Charlie Manson condemned to death and you, you step in and take Charlie Manson's place. That's what God did for us. Who does this? God did this. This is the good news. That God would step in and say, listen, Jack, are you guilty? And see, here's the thing. Can you understand this? Can you imagine if you say, man, I, I love that person so much. Oh, do you know them? No, I don't know them. But I've watched them on the, on sh- on the TV show and then the court, the court TV thing. And I've, I just love that person. And my heart goes out to them. Oh, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, right on. Well, where's, do you know where this courtroom is? Where's the, where's the studio? Where's this going on? And you go there. And you do whatever you need to do to get there. And then you come into the room and the judge says, who are you? I'm so-and-so. Well, who cares? Well, I'm here to pay for his judgment. His judgment's death, dude. Okay, that's fine. Where do you want to kill me? Can you imagine if the guy that's condemned says, what are you, nuts? Get out of here. What drove you to the courthouse, what caused you to intervene, was, the, was what you said earlier, love. People think you're crazy. How could that possibly be? The love is offered. Judgment can be relieved. The guilty can go free. But the guilty turns to the innocent and says, are you nuts? Get out of here. And every day in life that you say to God, I don't need you, I don't need your salvation. You are a guilty, lost, condemned sinner, and he barged into your life with an announcement, and it's happening right now, it's been happening since you walked into this building. Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Jesus rose again from the dead. You can't go to heaven by being good. Don't judge other people. We can't do it because we're judging other people from a tainted position. You say, well, I don't do what you do. And God goes over here and says, I don't do what you're doing. (laughs) And who's the real judge? He is. (laughs) So we all throw our hands up and say, oh, God, have mercy. And God will have mercy on any soul that will turn and ask him. You know the story, right? I'm sure I'll flub it up, but it goes something to this effect. There was one particular battle. I forget the village. I forget the scenario. But once Napoleon's troops had captured that area, you know, they would parade the, the soldiers, right, back into prison or off to death. They often put them in shackles. The Babylonians would put uh, fish hooks made out of fish bone in the jaws and they would link they would link the hook to the back of this guy's neck that's in front of you and so you're hooked together and that's how you display the triumphal entry by the way remember Jesus in the triumphal entry the triumphal entry in the Roman Empire was the conquering general for example Russell Crowe comes into Rome with all those that he captured and he's on a white horse 
And behind him are all, it's all the gold and all the booty and all the stuff that they captured and the people. And they're chained or they're hooked. Okay? And so you just, just keep that in mind. They're bound. They're hooked together. They, they are tied together, condemned. It's an absolutely horrific scene. But for one to step in. So this was going on with Napoleon. And a woman comes from the crowd. Your majesty, your, you, your majesty. And she falls on her face before Napoleon. And she says, have mercy on my son, Napoleon. Have mercy. And he said, ma'am, your son was found warring against me. He deserves justice. Napoleon said, stop right there. Was Napoleon correct? 100%. He's the enemy. This man's the enemy. He was warring against us. He deserves judgment. On what grounds? I'm the victor. Taliban now rules Afghanistan. We call the shots now. On what grounds? We won. So, the woman says, oh, your emperor, I didn't ask for you to show judgment and justice. I asked for you to show mercy. And I don't know if this next part's true. It's debated that Napoleon was so touched by that that mercy was passed along. I don't know if that's true or false. But do you get the point? Hell says justice on you. Hell says justice on Jack. I cry out in mercy and based upon the expense of Jesus Christ at the cross, his death in my place, he purchased my salvation. According to God, the righteousness of Jesus Christ has been imparted to you. When God looks at you, he sees the righteousness of his son. This is hard for me to say, but it's theologically accurate, but it's tough. To, I don't know if I have that much faith. When God looks at his son, Jesus, he goes, I'm well pleased. When God looks at you who are in Christ, a Christian, God says, I'm well pleased. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> Jesus. It's not like... I'm so well pleased in my son. And so you know my son, do you? You're associated with him? Oh, all right, you can come in. <laughs> oh, no. The Bible says a grand full entrance will be provided to you on that day that you see his glory. Hallelujah. Is that going to happen to you? Will that be you? I hope that will be you. And the fifth and final step to the Romans road is chapter 10, verse 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. <laughs> and? No, there's no and. How much? No, how much? Well, what's the hook? No hook. See, this is tough. This is hard. And I'm going to tell you why it's hard. God's salvation is free, and you're supposed to accept it, or else it's hell for you. That's pretty clear, right? Is that clear? Yes. Did, I, did I fudge it up anywhere along there? So, man, I don't like that. Well, there's one more thing you're not going to like. 
God says, accept my salvation. Just receive it. <laughs> People, listen, I'm one of them. And it's pure pride. It's absolute arrogance. I'm telling you right now, I am confessing to you, it's pride and arrogance. And here's, what it, here's the deal. It, it, it happened, in fact, it happened in two different ways this last week for me. Number one, we went out to dinner with some friends. Normally, I have a system because I have to pay. <laughs> I want to be a blessing, but then I found out, you know, I like it, and then it becomes something like, oh, no, you can't pay for me. So I usually, if I have to call ahead or if I speak to the person first or I just go like this, I just, hey. Before the bills, before the food's even ordered, it's covered. Are you with me? Because I want to be a blessing to the person or people. This, I, I was distracted, something happened, and I didn't get a chance to do it. So the bill comes, and it comes right to our friend. And <laughs> I, it's amazing because I went, what are you doing? And he goes, I just want to be a blessing. And he, no, don't do it. Come on. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you have, get, bring that back over here? And the whole time God's going, knock it off. Not, just stop it. So I'm hearing God. It's me and God now. Right jab, left hook. I'm not landing any. He's landing everyone. I'm like, so hip, hey. And, and so he paid, and God spoke to my heart. In your good deed, Jack, is corruption. There's so much pride wrapped up in what you just did. It's like, oh man. So just the other day, there were a couple of gentlemen that I wanted to bless. And so I went to give them a blessing. Oh, no, no, it's okay. No, no, I, I want, and you should have seen this. These were three grown men in a parking lot. It looked like, I don't know if it looked like a drug, it probably looked like a drug deal. <laughs> because there are envelopes, and here, take it. No, you take it, no, talk, talk, talk. don't talk. Here, take it, I'm not taking it. No, I'm serious. You have to take it. No, I don't have to take it. Take it. And then drop it, floor, pick it up. And people probably watching from, that's a major deal going down there. <laughs> hey, listen, a major deal went down on the cross. Amen. Jesus died for you. Listen, we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to give you an opportunity to choose Christ today. Amen. Let me tell you how this is going to play out. You have to ask yourself, by the way, this is kind of cool now. It all, it's, it's over now. It's just you and God. I'm going to ask no one to leave. Uh, your car's not going to be able to leave before anybody else. I'm going to ask you to listen. It's a holy moment. Every one of you, who, raise your hand if you're a Christian already. Raise your hand. I need all of you to be praying because Satan would not want this next thing to happen. Number one, if you have never publicly acknowledged Jesus Christ as Lord, the Bible says that we have to do this. And it makes sense in a relationship. 
if you don't, if you don't want to announce your husband or your wife, something's wrong. Jesus said, if you acknowledge me before people, I will acknowledge you before my Father, which is in heaven. That means right now some of you are already starting to get in a knot in your stomach. I remember that knot 44 years ago. I remember that knot. That's, the Holy Spirit has now begun to speak to you right now. That's why you feel what you feel right now. You're the oh man, oh, I can't believe he's doing this today. I should do this, but I'm not going to do it. You're thinking right now. You've never acknowledged him. You, are, you raised your hand a moment ago, but nobody knows you're a believer. <laughs> and then listen, there are some of you who, you need to become a follower of Jesus today. You need to have your sins washed away. You might even be impressed with your morality. But your, your morality is broken, just like mine. And you need the transformative power of God the Holy Spirit in your life, but he can't come in because he has to have a place to stand. And the Holy Spirit stands upon the blood of Christ. And the blood of Christ can only be applied to you if you invite Jesus Christ to take your life. I want you to bow your heads and prepare your hearts. And for those of you who are gonna have the biggest tornado going on inside of you, I mean, I'm serious. The greater the intensity, the louder the call of God upon your life. If you're tempted to think, what will my neighbor think? I wonder if my wife's thinking the same thing. Maybe if she moves first, if she moves her foot, what if she, try, if she gets up, Lord, show me a sign, show me a sign. No, he's not gonna talk to anybody else but you. You need to obey him, right? You thought you were gonna come here and get out alive, huh? Not a chance. You need his life. This Jack Kemp's podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener-supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.